Hello and welcome to the penultimate, the one before the final episode of the 100 Kilometers to Brighton podcast. It's been a long journey, but we're here. Uh, I'm here. I'm ASD. How are you? I'm sorry. You're sorry. Still sorry. Always uh, have been. Always have been. I've forgotten what we talk about. We haven't got a book review this week. No, um, we got a lot to catch up on. We have got a bloody because lot to catch up. how it ended last time was you're about to top yourself because you injured before the marathon. Still there. That's just because I spent the last ten months with you, and I I was about to run the marathon. Yeah, bloody hell, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so we've got a list of things to talk about. Yeah, so we, we've done a lot. So it's, I've just tried to put in order stuff we've done. Don't want to talk about it too long because it's stuff we've done. Being, yeah, yeah. being gone. We've got to talk about a few things. First of all, how are your injuries? My injuries are fine now. I ha- I've been from, I'm not sure where we left it, but I went for, I had this foot thing where I think we left it on the, it was the outside of my foot for the, um, for the marathon and it, it still hurt. We were going to talk about all the running we've done. It still hurt two weeks ago. So I'm happy I didn't run the marathon because it would have killed me. But, um, I am, I'm now strong. I feel strong. And we'll talk about that, the reason for that in a minute. But yeah, injury fine. But again, it took me to a dark place because it, with the, with the groin one, it was always, uh, I'll get over it. I've just got time to smash it. This time it was, there's three weeks to go. You know, there's four, there's four weeks, there's three weeks to mm-hmm. go. And it got in your head as well, didn't it, this time? Yeah, it did. And it was now, right, that is detrimental to my final time. Now that this is having an effect on how fast I'm going to do it. And then that therefore affects you. So my injuries were then affecting us, how we run in the whole event. So yeah, it, it, it was hard to take. And particularly as it wasn't like a groin where you just have to rest. It was, I could run on it, but I, it will hurt more. So not great, but whatever. You were sensible. You were sensible. We set things out. You yeah. came along to the marathon though to watch me. How was that? Because that must have been quite hard for you to come along. So uh, the two events I'm, I've missed out on, 10K, not bothered about the first time because that's just 10K, but the half marathon when I, ha- I signed up to do the one with you and then I went and supported my wife. I got really emotional. The marathon, because it was so long, I was okay with it. And to be honest, it was quite a hot day and I was almost happy I didn't do it. I would love to have done it and I'm going to do it next year. Um, but yeah, it was, it was emotional. I met up with your sister. Uh, it was lovely. I described her as totally unlike you because she's really nice. She's just nice and that's person. Not, that's not a diss. She is lovely. Anna is lovely. And um, we ran all around. I London. raced you to the finish line, didn't I? Yeah. So we met at the point, which is, I think, it's where it, the bottleneck where it appears at um, uh, Canary Wharf, where you ran 14 miles and then 18 miles run right past each other. We saw you there. And then we rushed across London to try and get to the finish line because you got us tickets to the, the grandstand finish. And we missed you by about a minute. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, a great day out. I'm not sure I'd do it if I didn't know anyone running. It's a bit weird just going to watch the runners. But seeing like the elites was amazing and seeing, um, highly Gabri Selassie and all those runners. Mo was there and the disabled runners and all of that. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, emotional day. How about you? How did you find it? Hot. It was, it was a freak day. It was, it, it was all right. I mean, what, I, what's your time? Three hours, 26 minutes, 31 seconds. Good time. It, uh, you're not happy, are you? I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I've got a bit of unfinished business with a marathon now because I started and it was a hot day so I was drinking a lot of water because even at nine o'clock in the park, it was, it was hot already. It was, yeah, yeah. So I was taking on a fair bit of water. I went to the toilet three or four times yeah, yeah. and then I was, got right to the front of my pen. I think I was in pen five and I thought it'd be a good while to get over the start line and it wasn't. We were just round the corner. We were within five minutes of the actual elite men starting. I was over the line. But looking on TV afterwards, 
people were diving off just before the start line to go for a wee. I had to dive just after the start <laughs> yeah. line and there was a queue of about 100 people just on this grass verge. And if you look at my pacing, that cost me 45 seconds. Yeah. I was peeing for 45 seconds. <laughs> um, and then I was doing all right, you know. I was I was enjoying it. You um, did well. It wasn't... I didn't feel like it reflected training in any way. Just because when I did the Tumbridge Wells half, I was pretty much running by myself a lot of the time. Mm. Didn't have to worry about stuff. And it was just so many people. And you're trying to dodge people. You're trying to dodge bottles on the floor. Um, you got distracted by high-fiving crowds and playing up. Well, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. anyway. Um, and I just yeah. didn't feel like it reflected anything. But I would run down the 315 pacer and my stretch target was under 310. And I was on for it. The fastest I've done it in training was 325.31. And I caught up with a 315 pacer and it was just around Billingsgate Market, about 20 miles in, yeah. 10k to go. And it was just hot and horrible and it was quiet around was there. Hot. And I thought, I'm starting to get... And you kind of... Oh, well, I did anyway. I responded to how other people were looking and everyone looked like they were struggling. So in my head, yeah, I thought yeah, I yeah. should be. So I decided to slow down for a mile or two. And then I really wanted to go for it round about mm. Tower of London because that's what I've done in training a few times and gone for it. And I just had nothing in me. Yeah. And coming down the, at the end, down, down the embankment and that, that's why I really wanted to be going for it. But even with half a mile to go there were yeah. people that like proper runners collapsing they yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so well, hot died this yeah year. and looking at my stats at the end, i had to walk a little bit coming up the blackfriars underpass really gutted to have to walk anything but it was i was just so hot and yeah. it was it's was quite a, at the time it felt like quite a steep hill You've got to be sensible i'd had enough um but then you get your stats afterwards so i've, I've got 326.31 so one minute exactly slower than slowing my best training and that yeah, was yeah. probably stopping for the wee that that had a yeah. big part of that and that little walk so if i hadn't done those two things i probably would have just nicked my best time which is all i wanted to do um but on the stats on the end i think i overtook something like 700 people in the last four miles and only 40 or 70 I can't remember what it was overtook me yeah, yeah. so everyone was struggling it, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a freak of a hot day well I remember they calling you before and after and your biggest gripes were you were racing what was it a bottle of water yeah coming down the embankment there's a bloke dressed as a big bottle of Buxton and he was he was just he was on it he was doing really well lungs as well there's a pair of lungs ahead of you that but you didn't hear me the first time I saw you but then you saw me the second time and what'd you do? Put the brakes on. Give you a kiss, didn't you I? Give me a proper sweaty, stubbly kiss on the lips. <laughs> I didn't even notice my sister and that were there with you no, at that point. Totally blanked her. Didn't even know she was there, but gave me a stubbly kiss. No, my best part of the day was that, that part seeing you. And just about before halfway, just before Tower Bridge, um, I just switched the other side of the, of the road because yeah. I was trying to find a bit of space. And I just had people shouting, and it was my mum, dad, granddad, and my uncle and auntie were all just hanging over the barriers. Yeah, yeah. And that was really nice. My dad got a really good photo of that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, dad there with a the camera, wasn't he? He loves um, it. And then the week after, so that was my marathon, 3.26.51. Um, good day out. In, I don't think I'd ever run that one to do a time. I don't think it's a good course to what, try and London get a time one? on. Yeah, I'd like to do a marathon and see what I can do. Like I say, I caught up with a 3.15 pacer, and I think I probably could have cracked on yeah, yeah. on a cooler day without so many people around so I don't know but Mate, I, w I, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do London again for looking for a time I'd do it for fun and for yeah, other yeah. people to help other people out if they were running it I'd do that but I don't think I'd do it again yeah, going course. back and then so a week later was our big back to back weekend was that only a week 
Yeah. Now, see, I hadn't run for three weeks. This is the thing. I keep on just doing injections of big runs and then not doing anything in between. So, yeah, we had We went to you. Um, had before, a sleepover. Oh, we had a sleepover. I slept on your sofa. Oh, what my wife thinks we're so gay together. <laughs> Proper gay. Um, but the... Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But the we went to an all-you-can-eat before, which... On the Friday night, that was a mistake in hindsight. It was a mistake. We went basically protein-loaded, lo- just uh, ate meat. Yeah, and we wanted to replicate the 100k as much as we could the next day and our target was 50 kilometers yeah so 31 miles and we wanted to set off at 5 a.m which is what the start time we we had applied for for the 100 was didn't get it they put us down at 720 or something which we managed to bring we'll forward talk about that in a minute. um so we set off at 5 a.m and for about the first hour it was just belching chinese yeah it, w- it was repeating on us is, is the phrase um and it, it was hard work we went i didn't know where we were going you knew most of the time where we were going, but what we did this time was pretty much our first ever trail running, really. We just went over field, just exploring, basically, just in and out of trees. I kind of knew rough directions of where we were heading, but yeah. didn't know where paths were taking us. And we, we did all right, and we, we cut it short because your foot was stuck. Because you had done, hadn't done much that week. Hadn't done anything that week. So it was your first run in ages, and we got to about... 30k so 30K and it's just under 20 out. miles and that was the first time me wearing my bag with the water the camelback thing and we had loads of foods and you had your bottle and we we were really trying to replicate and my foot just hurt and it it, it was a case of i don't want to mess it was up. being sensible again we could have done it we could have got to 50 yeah we could have and it, we we both felt fine and this was the first time we ran and stopped every 10k it's our first proper run together wasn't it actually our first proper yeah. run together first time we ran and stopped every 10k and first time we walked up hills at a good pace and it's an amazing feeling the freshness that you feel in your legs like because um, we did it oh no we're not going to talk about that um, we did another run later which was completely different which was a lot harder work but we'll talk about that in a second um, and then the following day so I did 37 that day and then I, went, I decided I want the 50 weekend because our training plan didn't give a big back to back weekend yeah, yeah. it had been doing 20 miles back to back which I really struggle with for some reason 20 miles is just a distance that it always gets to me Yeah. once I go past it I'm fine and anything up to that I'm fine but trying to run just 20 miles it always seems to get me yeah, yeah. Um, so I chucked in an extra run that weekend because in all the other plans it had these big huge yeah, back to back weekends every single plan that's we, we looked about nine or ten plans every single plan had the back to back one and this one just didn't have that huge one so I threw it in there and I did um, a 50k the day after yeah in but five hours five hours dead strong pretty much it was alright and that gave me loads of confidence I was mm. buzzing off that I was, and everyone keeps asking what our targets for the 100k are when we do it and I have two number one simply finish yeah just get through it <laughs> number two was win it in the course record which <laughs> is 10 hours 16 minutes or something and that, that there was no in between in my head it was all or nothing and after that one i was feeling confident we'll go on a few weeks in a moment and i'm not so confident after that but yeah it was good big back-to-back weekends and it was all right yeah it felt felt okay off the back of it i think march i did something march was when i broke the back of my training that was yeah, a huge yeah. and i did i think nearly 300 miles Oof. in march but having spoken with someone like tom, tom at runfast who does 160 a week yeah it's we, we think we've done all right and we've done nothing in comparison to someone else and they've probably done nothing in comparison to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to others so each their own on it really yeah yeah next we had tough mother which which came about because three our boss our CEO decided to put us up against other CEOs 
monkeys basically we're all we're all just uh plebs running for um ceo vanity and we got there before all the other teams so we just ran it we decided to go without it the was teams. just it was just horrible really. so i've been moaning about this uh because and it can almost be brought down to i had good shoes and you didn't i wasn't enjoying it even up I, when we got charged 10 pounds for the car park that took the fun out of it for me yeah i mean tough i, I don't want to talk about tough mother too much i don't want to give them too much credit because this year it was awful it was really terrible. badly organized event really expensive uh not enjoyable i agree with that I, the way i've summed it up is you find a good little restaurant somewhere and example bodine's where you're yeah, bodine's like barbecue place in london used to go in and used to get this big stack of barbecue meat really good value huge portions it was brilliant yeah and then it got popular and the quality got worse and it got more expensive and you had to wait longer for stuff. And that's exactly what happened at Tough Mudder. There were queues for, for obstacles, which were few and far between this time. Yeah. Um, the course was just, it wasn't even fun hard. Last year it was good. You could run in between obstacles and really feel like you were getting somewhere. This year it just was, it was just a trudge. All right, let's stop, stop the moaning. It was horrible, but we did it in a group of four. We know, I know plenty of people who did it and there was one thing that linked us all. We all got ill. We all got infections apart from... Off one obstacle I think we've worked it out to. Yeah, so you got a sinus infection and went to the doctors and got it sorted out. I had an infection and didn't go to the doctors because I don't like taking medicine, so I should have done it. But I was out for two weeks. I was days off work. I was burning. I was coughing. I was... I just I couldn't get my nose clean. Yeah, so what happened was it's this it's this thing like you know on gladiators the hang tough thing the way you you got the rings and you swing from Hoodoo, ring to ring on strings and um, yeah yeah and it was on that yeah and normally I hold my breath when I'm about to hit the water but this one I came off on the very first ring my hand slipped I went in I wasn't expecting it I got a load of water up my nose and the doctor seemed to think that dirty water in my nose gave me a sinus infection which was horrendous yeah, yeah. couldn't even bend down to tie my laces up without my head feeling like it was yeah, 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 sloshing yeah. all over the place um and then obviously swallowed some of the water which gave me bad guts and everything else it's tough mud it's just on farmland so there's there's cow poo everywhere everywhere and it's it's it, i got it ill everyone else got ill it wasn't great so that's it now yeah. line under tough mother I, I was feeling pretty buzzing because they they set you off in in, in groups and they did the stand everyone's kneel down if, you, if this is your first tough mother kneel down if this is your second one and then look around to see the people who stood up because it's your third one there's me and some other guy who's dressed in a superhero costume so it made me look like a bit of a knob as well but it, it, it was just it was tough and we, we when we very first signed up to do the 100k we said we weren't going to do tough mud and we should have stuck injury. to that because we were worried about and injury. it did i was the week after tough mudder it was a big week on the training plan it would have been the biggest week today yeah. had i not added in that that one mm -hmm. big run i said about the week before and it wiped me out i got out for one run in the midweek and i was supposed to do marathon distance on the saturday and I got out 5k in and from the antibiotics, my skin was all, and yeah, my lips yeah, yeah. cracked and I was bleeding as I was running from my mouth. It was horrible. Oh, and the Sunday before as well, following Tough Mudder, I'd peed blood, which as runners, apparently it's not a rare thing, but when you first see it, yeah. it's not pretty. And it was a bit of a shock. So I've been to the doctors to check that, got the sinus infection, but I was wiped out. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely beat me up for a week and I really struggled with running afterwards. I, I was aching in places I hadn't ached for for yeah. months and it was bad news and, but we had signed up to go on a um, a big run with one of the guys we've been speaking to on Twitter right from the start yeah um, a stranger off the internet yeah we, we got groomed 
We've got uh, by Brian Webster. And then we ached in places. Oh, no. So if you want to follow him at Ultra DHC, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's him, a top bloke. Dan Park. There's a couple of guys that have run ultras and they've just been brilliant to us. They haven't looked at us like, you're two jokers that are taking this on. You've never yeah. done it before. They've been giving us advice and tips. And Brian said, I'll come over your way and we'll go for a run. So we went on the North Downs way. Yeah, well, your dad picked us up. He dropped us off. He waited for us to make sure the guy... Yeah, will, check number plates and all that. Check number plates, make sure he's not a weirdo. But we started... With, so we started at Knockout Pound in Kent. Mm-hmm. And we were going to head across towards Caterham. And it had been lovely weather up to this point. And the morning we got out to run, it was raining. Was tipping it down, yeah. We we got wet. We had to huddle in a bus stop waiting for um, Brian. And it was wet. It was cold. We met him. And then we kept on going. And then you, you forget about the rain. You, know? you forget about the water. Well, everyone forgot about it because you decided for about the first 10K to interview Brian. He, did, just, he didn't know he'd signed up to that. I'm inquisitive, right? That's the word I do. And I remember reading that, uh, that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's all about... You, you listen to people ask some questions and you just listen and it was interesting and you know I like to take on there were some really good tips actually and yeah. we did get um, but it, it was hard I had just my normal road running shoes on which were no good yeah so this was trail this was hilly muddy through up and down fields around the north downs right it was there was barely any road running it was hard work it was hills it wasn't bumps it was up and down up and down up and, and down we tried running most of them to start didn't we yeah yeah we and we didn't do our thing that like we did before the at 10k because we, we wanted to run alongside someone who's done it or been there yeah. done it so we wanted to see how we compared really yeah and it was a marker for us and we only did about 20 miles that day a bit over probably but we did 21 miles and it was tough and it was really we'd hard. had enough because we wanted to bolt on a bit to the end and make it up to marathon distance because we both missed it the week before you haven't run a marathon distance yet I've done 40, I haven't done 42. So no, I haven't done a marathon distance Yes, yeah, so you're probably. about a mile short of, yeah. of marathon distance. So we both wanted to do it, but we got to the end and we, we just had enough. We were covered in mud. It got really hot after really being hot. chucking and it down. Running out of water. We, we come back through fields that were empty and we found cows in them twice. Right, probably <laughs> for those kids as well. Ah, so we met these foreign kids and they were going camping in North Downs having a lovely time I don't think they had an adult supervisor which is where the trouble came from but they started clapping us as they saw us coming ultra runners oh, coming the, the through runners coming through go on guys you can do it and then as I come apart from you apart from <laughs> you you can't do it <laughs> you must have looked like you were really struggling at that point I was, so I was behind the whole time I mean I'm not except from downhills because my shoes had no grip and yeah. I found out even if I do have grip I'm just rubbish at running downhill yeah I'm slow downhill that's what I found Brian out. was flying down the money he was yeah. so quick yeah he's good uh, that was good and then we, after that I was knackered I was staying at yours we went to an Audi Canate I threw up blood <laughs> my, I texted my dad and he was like go to a doctor you've got an ulcer go to a doctor it's serious I said no dad it's, I'm a Chinese I've had too much beef <laughs> I've had too much of everything um, so that and then we jumped to this weekend that's where we are now yeah and what happened this weekend I stay a first I, competitive race I ran my first competitive race I, I did the Royal Berkshire Green Parks 10k uh, now I'm going to give them a shout out because it was 20 quid it was really well organised you free parking free bag drop like which and it, everything was just good um, 1489 people I came 63rd which I'm you really, smashed it as well didn't you I went for it I ran quicker than I've ever run before like we started off and I, I had the adrenaline and my head was going like in I felt like my legs and my arms were doing things I'd never had them do before I had no rhythm my adrenaline was buzzing there's bands as people were shouting and it was 
bloody hot, like really hot. I didn't know where I was going. There were girls ahead of me, which I hated. So I ran them down and I kept on running and running. And then I noticed that I started off on about 4.10 and I was going about 4.12 four yeah. a kilometre. So and that's, I what, just, that's under, it's about seven minute miles, I think. I don't, it, it was quick. Quicker than I've ever run before. I've never, ever, ever run 4.12s. So I've run in the 4.40s, but never 4.12s. And um, I, I, got, I got started to get tired and I thought, I can either stop and have excuses or carry on going. And I just thought, I'm going to carry on going. And there was so many, I, it was just targets. Right, there's a guy in red. I don't like Arsenal. I don't like red. I'm going to beat him. There's a girl. I have to beat the girl. It, not sexist. It's just, I have to beat him. And it, that's what it was. Like, all the runs we've ever done, it's just, I've always run behind you. Because it's always, all the runs we've ever done is, we just have to complete them. So I've always just maintained. This one was, I need to win. And I had a goal. And I, and I hit it. And I did it in 40, what did I do it in? 42.29. Yeah. Which I'm chuffed Cracking with. time, mate. You've done me by a minute on the 10k I did. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'd like to see what you could do on the set. Like, same for Yeah, because I did same. it on quite a muddy, horrible and, one. And, yeah. Well, and a I few thought, months ago. Yeah, a few months ago. So I think, I think we'd be about the same, which is, com- Good, f- and you needed this run, mate. Because I needed a bit. Of I, I've, I've been worried about you. Yeah, of course. Because I mean, all the months and months and months you didn't train from January up to about March, you were still confident. You had your head round it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last three or four weeks, your head went. The bit that, br- that broke me, and the bit where I lost it with you was I've lost it with you twice recently. Once was when you were splashing me on that big run we did with Brian. That would just annoyed me. Through uh, puddles. Through puddles, just constantly splashing me, not by purpose, just just splashing me. And the other one was we were. Um, Brian and we were saying right are you going to run together and it was the first time where it really hit me that we might not finish together we might not run the whole thing together and I get it and I'm, I'm fine with that and uh, there's a bit of me now that after running the 10k by myself I'm almost a bit like I might be okay to do it by myself you know but there was a bit of me where it was a realisation that you might leave me and that was the bit that really screwed my head over yeah, but and, I didn't want to do it I think I'd kind of alluded to that for you for a yeah, while you have. yeah yeah um, because I don't want it to impact the training I've done and no. I don't want to hold you back if you've because you're going to be fresh now I've been grafting will, for months it's it's all about I don't want to hold you back because it's harder to go slower yeah. than it is to go and, this is it, and then Brian kind of reaffirmed that without without us even saying anything he said there's going to be points where one of you feels a lot fresher than the other yeah and overall you probably so we've kind of we've kind of got a plan in place now we're going to run to about halfway together to the halfway marker yeah and then we're going to have a chat just see how each other are feeling yeah. and what we're doing and we've always said the toughest bit we think is going to be from 50 to 70 yeah because you've run your marathon distance once and you've still got over a marathon to yeah. go it's just a bit of a nothing it's just a bit of a nothing area so we've always said that but then it's up <laughs> That's where we're going to say, right, I'm feeling all right. I'm going to push on. And then we kind of said, we'll wait kind of maybe five minutes at a rest stop. And if the other one doesn't come in... Yeah, so we hit 50. We have a chat. We go off together. If you start to pull away, fine. We'll wait till the next point, which will be 10K or 8 to 12K away. We'll wait a little bit, but then we don't want to wait too long. And then the other person goes... maximum of four or five minutes. And and I'm okay with that. And that's what I thought would happen. But when, when it first hit home, I was a bit like... If we do that and you finish ahead of me, I don't want to see. I just never want to see again. But the, the only, and the actual thing is, the overall plan is to finish together. It is. That, that is what this has always been about. So if we can do, we will do. Yeah, yeah. That. It's only, the only reason we're not going to, one of, there's a question here actually, um, that we'll get to. If one of us blows up or is just completely had enough and just don't want to do it, but I'm going to need you to spur me on and, and probably likewise. Yeah. And, there, and there'll be times when I need, I need just to listen to Desert Island Discs or times when I need just to zone to, out a bit. Just to zone out and I can't, 
Yeah, it, it just will be. And that bit will be walking up that bloody hill at 89 where I just need. Yeah, so there's we've, we've seen the hill profile since we last podcasted. Is that it's annoyed me. And yeah. at mile 55 out of 62. 55 miles in. It's the steepest and tallest hill of the lot. And It's not even funny. A couple of weeks ago when we did the run with uh, Brian, towards the end it wasn't even that steep a hill. And it didn't even go on for that long. It was just like thick grass. And it was horrible. It was and we both had enough when we got to the top of it. I was sick of it. I just, that's when I started eating my jelly babies. I yeah. just, I was, but I lost it. My main, my mind went and that was only, that was only 30, 35k in. So we'd have to run that twice and then do that again. Yeah. So it's. it's so that was a, like, that for me was the point where I thought, well, the 10 hour 17 is out the window now. That. But going back to where this has come from, I'm far more confident now. I, I ran. I didn't run. I ran the uh, 10K. I'm not injured. I'm feeling strong. I'm going to eat loads this week, and I'm, I can't wait for it. And uh, our start time, should we talk about the start time now? I'm yeah. a little bit happy with that. Our start time, it's come through as 6.20 in the morning, because we always thought it would be 5 bang on so we could get out and that hour and 20 minutes is going to be is it going to be crucial yeah because we we've always said we want to break the back of it before the sun gets too hot yeah at least get to a marathon distance but i'd rather be halfway through it at at 11 in the morning than i've only been two hours into it yeah definitely and we get back i've booked a nice hotel down in brighton to stay in and i'm looking forward to having the evening there so I'm thinking worst case scenario for me seven seven o'clock at the latest, which still yep. gives me an evening. Had we started any later, we'd be getting on for eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be running like that. No, that's um, fine. So that's our running. That's what we've been up to. Yeah, and it, it, it's been a really interesting journey, really. Because you haven't blogged either. I think you should have no. done. I think that would have helped you out a little bit. Yeah, I should have done. I but just, I can understand why you didn't. Because there was time I've I've cried over this, and they, I've also I'm not afraid to admit it. And I've also and I don't cry apart from the fresh print. There's a fresh print episode where I will cry, uh, where his dad comes back. It's amazing. Um, and the and it was just I've got what I've got to say. I'm I'm injured, and I'm not sure whether I'm just being a bit of a wussy or whether I'm actually injured. You know, all of this. So I'll, I'm going to blog. I'll blog. I should always say this, but I'm going to blog tonight. When I put this out, I'll blog as well. Um, it's going to be a long one. I'll, 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 I'll run. You've got a lot to talk about. I've got, yeah, I've got loads to talk about. So that's the running. Um, a few other things. Our Twitter following is now up to 1,500 people. 1,500 people? We hit that today. 1,500 idiots are following and us. I, I have to give you some respect for this, ASD. When we started this, you said, let's start a Twitter account. I said, no, that's not, because that's going to be rubbish. No one's going to want to read that. We'll see what we've got to say. 1,500 people prove us wrong. He said, this blog, no one's going to want to read that. Our page has had thousands of hits yeah, in the yeah, time yeah. we've been doing it. You said, let's do a podcast. And you've been right on all of it so far. And, and what that has done is has generated a lot of interest. And as we speak, I've we, got it. I've we, got it here. we just raised, um, we raised our fundraising target. All we had to do Which was raise it? about it was 300 quid between us, I think. Yeah, 350, I think, between us. And so we put, we put 750 to start and we hit that within a month of yeah, putting on. so we, we doubled it to 1500 we hit that we doubled it to 3000 about a month, month ago, ago we said yeah. we've hit our target and thank you so much everyone that's donated by the way it's incredibly it's, generous it's incredibly humbling the people not amounts but the people and just the reasons why and it's just been it's so kind that everyone who's and there's still more to come and we're on promises from quite a few on, people as well and Tell you what I like. It, it's the like the. It's not just because it, it, it's running season now, right? Everyone's asking for marathon. I'm I'm running for donkeys or whatever I'm running for. But 
we've never we've done that sort of stuff. We've never asked for sponsor sponsorship, but this was always this is the hardest thing we'll ever do in our lives, probably. Please, like, and people are recognising that, and that that is what is exciting. Yeah, and when we when we hit three k, we said let's not go forward. Let's just put it out. Let's go big. Let's go five yeah, k. Yeah, yeah. And as I'm looking at the target right now, we have raised three thousand nine hundred and twenty-five pounds exactly, which which is another reason we've got yeah. to do this. Yeah, yeah. Now the, there is a hundred pound from me there, but that's just that's because we had the book sale in work, and that's that's all the and cash cash that people have been giving yeah, you yeah. as well. Um, but um, I think almost the tips on um, money, getting money in. We haven't. We've never just asked for money we've never gone and said we're running really far just give us money we've always tried to do something with it whether it be giving out Jaffa cake vouchers having bake sales at work or doing and a even when you, everyone, you'd be silly not to put it around on an email around your office yeah and we've done that but we've tried to make it like from the tough mudder there was one thing called hero carry yeah where I had to give my CEO a piggyback can I just say I smashed tough mudder as well I, I, I you found it easy. I found it easy this year. Yeah. Again. Um, so we had a we had a photo of the CEO on my back. So we just sent a photo of that round. Everyone said, this is an update. This is what we've done. We've run a marathon. We've done this. We've done that. And and we, yeah, we've had a great response. And there's, like I say, we're about 75 quid short of hitting four grand. Yeah. And I know we I've known at least of 200 that's coming our way. So We're definitely going to hit four grand. It's the five grand target yeah. now. And I don't, I, I honestly, I think we're not going to be too far away from that. So, no. Um, I was going to next point we were going to talk about was um, your thoughts about 100k we spoke a bit about it yep. but we've got a big page of questions here mm-hmm. and a lot of them now are related to the 100k let's do it I think if we don't cover mm-hmm. it off we'll do it in there the first question isn't entirely related and Claire Ramson you've been asking this for weeks I'm really sorry we took a long while to yeah, do this podcast this is April 24th um, I can't and believe I it's been that long there was one before that I think sorry that's my um, fault and Claire asks this is a good one for you Esther because you've struggled with this any advice on refocusing after a bad run how do you motivate yourself to get out and do another one and in another tweet she said it's because she's had little injuries and while she's been running oh Claire well injuries just just give them give them time and then give them more time when you think you're better give it another few days like it, it's not worth ruining it to do a bad run refocusing after a bad run I always found that's your motivation it's, I find it harder to go out for a run after a good run because I want my last run to be a good run right the, the, the bad run is your motivation it's right you know you can do better just do better and if you don't know you can do better do better you, that, they're your only options just that's, do yeah just want to put it right that's yeah. in my last week or so of training I've been doing routes that I know I've struggled on in the past yeah because yeah. I would just I want to like close things off on all this I want to know I can run that route yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can do it like, I remember some that I, I had, to, had to walk there was one weekend I had back the weekend before the marathon I'd really really yeah, yeah. bad back to back 20 milers and so I've done that route again since and yeah. I've put that right and can I the we said I think we said it in the podcast a while ago there's no such thing as a bad run and the reason there's no such thing as a bad run is because if you find the run tough it means you're challenging yourself you know there's a reason you're finding it tough and you're, you're only going to get better at that run if you've not eaten right exactly. or if you've not taken water with you or every day's a school day there's no such thing as a bad run it's just it's just an opportunity to have another good run afterwards next oh mate oh Brian ultra DHC Brian um, so this is our final week we're kind of tapering and he asks what are your plans for the final week rest or a bit of running both lots of eating I've bought the biggest box of nuts in on my desk which I've been mocked for by everyone but I'm going to just be taking on good energy I'm not eating too much fatty stuff just good energy laden food Um, yeah I've, I've kind of 
Didn't take it as easy as I wanted last week because I had the bad week no, after the didn't. sinus infection. I wanted I wanted to feel like I'd had yeah, a really, yeah. really good week because I was confident before that sinus infection hit of doing that big week and doing it well. So I kind of changed it up. This week, though, I've done my big runs. I did a 10 miler on Saturday, 10K yesterday, 10K this morning, and then I think it's a, about a three miler on Wednesday and just a mile and a bit on Friday just to keep ticking over and that's it I I want to do a long run like a 20 mile a 20k or a 10 mile or just something but there's no point you're not going to get any fitter from it no and I might get injured so I might just go out just a gentle run to get the leg because I'm because I ran for the first time properly on Wednesday (coughs) after four weeks off or something and that Wednesday then Thursday then Friday then Sunday and only Sunday did I feel like I'm back in the loop, like where your body's working, where your body's running, not Agreed. where it's hard work. I think that's off the back of the tough mother stuff we got yeah. because I was struggling. Yeah, I, I did. I did a 12k and I need rhythm. Yeah, it was that's horrible, and so I really wanted to feel like that. I was getting aches, like I say, aches yeah, yeah. and pains in places that I hadn't had for months. Yeah, but just this weekend I haven't had any. No, uh, no, no. It, it's, it feels it's like good. A, I kind of feel happy with I where feel we are. Like I've trained to get where I've got to. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's a good feeling. Um, Dan, Dan Park. Park's question now that you've experienced a blow up in training and at the London Marathon are you more worried about blowing up on race day no and the reason for that is I was, t- I was thinking about because someone talked to me about the wall about you know the wall in the marathon we, I've never I haven't experienced the wall yet because there's no, I don't know whether it's a mental thing or whether because our target has always been further than any anything else I've ever spoken about. Like you think about Run Fat Boy Run, that's all about um, Sean Peck, Simon, whatever his name is, Simon Peck. Simon Peck hitting a wall and going through. We haven't had that opportunity. We haven't had that option to stop. So will we experience a blowout? Maybe, definitely. Will we do it? Yeah. You know, it's we haven't got a choice. We've got to do it. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm not I, I, worried. I'm no more less worried about it than I was before. It's in the back of my mind. Of course it is. It could happen. Something could go. Something could blow up. I'll walk. But I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll walk, walk it. it. I'll, I'll run the last 10k. Whatever happens, I'll do it. Yeah, you know? we'll be getting through it. Yeah. Um, I, Johnny Whiteoak. It's for you. Um, yeah, my last blog sounds like there's a bit of self-doubt creeping in. What are you going to do to get your head in the right place? It wasn't self-doubt. It was just that everything had gone so well for months and months and months. I'd avoided injury. I'd, I'd been fine. Um, yeah. And then that sinus infection off poxy tough mother, which we knew we shouldn't have done yeah. in the week before the last real push in training, wiped me out. And that's what it was. It wasn't, it, my confidence was down a bit and I was a bit nervous and a bit worried that I wouldn't be fit. Um, but my head's always been there. It's not that I've been thinking, oh, I'm definitely not going to do it. I just think I want to do it as well as I possibly can. I've trained so long for this. Um, I've wasted hours and hours and hours of my time yeah. talking about it, writing about it, running, just all that goes with it. I just wanted to do it best I possibly could. And that week annoyed me. Yeah. And yeah. Don't, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. This fat girl run says, all right, what is your biggest fear wearing going in or fear or worry going into the hundred kilometers race? And what is your strategy for conquering it? Mine was you and how, how we're going to run together a couple of weeks ago and it, it was now I'm I'm over it and my biggest fear is not being not being able to do it but I will be able to do it you know I just I have to be able I to do it I think that is that, that is the fear just something that I had a worry when we when we discussed not running together I don't run with my contact lenses in I just don't yeah, uh, having them in for 12 hours will dry my eyes out when I get de- a bit dehydrated anyway it'll make it worse 
but I don't know where I'm going and they've got these pink markers and all that along the way but I don't yeah, want to have yeah, to look yeah. out for them no. uh, so without my contact lenses which I'm now in a bit of a quandary should I be wearing them should yes, I not be wearing you them should be. I should be yes but how's that going to affect me because I haven't been training that way Yeah. and same after Tough Mudder and after the run with Brian when I was really struggled with my footwear choice I went out and bought some Nike trail shoes because yeah. they were the most similar to what I'm used to running in Yeah. and there's a decision do I run in the trails do I run with what I'm used to if it mm. stays as hot as it has been I'll be going in my normals and I'll have my yep. others at the halfway points change into if I need to yep. but that said 50k in the wrong footwear is not going to be enjoyable No. so I've got to make a decision what am I going to do and I, I don't find them as comfortable but I'd rather have a bit of grip yeah. or so, do I go nice and comfortable yep. but possibly mess up the first half of the race Yeah. which, which will be brutal yep jury's still out on that I don't know yet so um, but I'm sure we'll find out yeah at Martin Reardon are you scared um, yeah I'm not scared I'd be stupid it's one of those I'm I'm healthily scared I'm scared in the way that you're scared of like wild animals because you should be scared and it, I'm scared of it but it's not affecting me I'm going to do it if anything it's going to boost me you know um, uh, it's not that I'm scared I've done the training that that was a tough training plan we've done and I've I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Um I know I'll get through it. I know it's not scared. It's 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 a healthy respect for the challenge. That's that's what that's what I'm that's what it is. To, yeah. And mine carries on. I think this is uh, are you gonna keep up the running after? Well, my wife turned around to me yesterday and said, Well, you know you've got a half Ironman in four weeks. I haven't been cycling that much. I I have been, but I haven't been cycling that much. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, yeah, you have to because you've got. I've got the full marathon Ironman. in. Eight, uh, yeah, I've got that, but I've got the full. I want. I will really want to do London for time. Basically, I want to beat your time. You that's, will do. That's you my, will do. That's my target. Um, and I think this one was aimed at me again from Martin. It's all a part of the same tweet. Should I let Stringfellows know that we're coming to party soon? I've never been. I my, don't. It's overrated. The problem with Stringfellows, right, is if you've been to the one on Tottenham Court Road, which I haven't been, but I walk past it on the way home, and it, next to it is the Japanese canteen, and it smells of curry, and. It stinks of curry right That's Spearmint to- Rhino. Are they not? Not Stringfellows, you're thinking. Ah, uh, sorry. Well, don't go to Spearmint Rhino because the ho- the hookers, they <laughs> smell of curry, basically, because they're always outside smoking. Well, firstly, strippers are not hookers. Mm, yeah. Mm. All of them, anyway. I, I know strippers, right? I've known a fair few in my, in my time. How? I've worked with them in, in fast food, and I've, I've, I've known, a f- like, three. Um... I've got some stories as well, but I'm not going to talk about them here. So the next podcast we're going to be next doing is the stripper story question time. Um, Mark, yeah, why not? Hey, eh? we're, we're going to have a party. I'm not sure string fellows though, but um, I, 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 all you can eat. That's I'm not. What, that's what I'm not overly interested in drinking at the moment, and this is weird coming from me. And people don't believe this. So, just to give a, a bit of background, we work in media where, like, we've got a guy in the office who goes to the pub every lunchtime. He has a Guinness, and everyone drinks two every, pints. It's two pints of Guinness every lunchtime. You go there on a Thursday lunchtime after work, Wednesday after work. Friday after work, lunchtime. People drink, people drink, and you'd be happily drinking. I was part of the drinking club. Four pints on lunchtime on every Thursday and Friday. That's just what you do. It's not, it's not uh, binge drinking. It's just that's that's the culture. You go out and then you come home and you do your work. That's just what we do. And you've gone from not doing it but wanting it to not even wanting it, and that's been a huge change. Yeah, and all these people that got sponsored for not having a drink in January. Oh, piss off. Yeah, I've I've not. Had a touch. I, I, I can count on one hand the number of drinks I've had this year, and there's always been reasons behind each of those drinks. Like my old football manager passed away, I raised a, a glass to him at, at yeah. his funeral in his wake, and things like that. So I'm 
but I, I yeah, everyone's going because I'm leaving work as well I've had that going on as well yeah. after the run I'm going to be partying Walker Media where we work who've been really generous and sponsored us loads I'm seeing out the running with them here and then I'm moving on and everyone's saying oh we'll go for a leaving drink you'd have finished running Yeah. I can't think of anything worse than having not drunk for the thing is drinks s- now are, a, are detrimental to us that's, that's what I see them as that they don't really no one really likes the taste apart from hooch everyone likes a hooch and then a, it's detrimental it, no I do I, like the taste oh, I do you? yeah I, I, I like all go. that I like I used to love a drink but yeah. now I just I don't miss it I, no. I don't I, I get <laughs> that hangover feeling if I'm dehydrated from a run that yeah, makes me feel yeah. sick and horrible so I can still get the hangovers and I don't when I get that I think I don't I don't miss this at yeah, all yeah. Um, we've got nine minutes um, okay Vicky Renew she's and the girls are doing a 100k a couple of weeks after us Good she's luck, got some girl. questions Good on luck. gadgets um, how are you going to preserve battery life separate music to phone yeah I'm going to take I want a little iPod so I've got a little iPod which I'll take my phone will just be in my backpack just to text my wife tell her where she is gadgets will be wearing you've got a watch I've got a watch and then our sponsors future have supplied us with a GPS watch so in case ours run out of battery halfway through we'll then switch that one on so we're tracked the full way um, and then she's says will you take a camera for pictures on this memorable event we'll have the camera the, the phones with us and i'd like to take some just to yeah um document. i'm not gonna listen to music um since, since before the marathon well, i since I, our interview with with run fast and i realized yeah that it was kind of affecting my running i was always playing about with my headphones or trying to get a signal if i was listening to a radio app but back in or the skipping day, a song you were talking about having one song from your friends that meant something to you to help you along the way are you yeah. gonna have that with you I might put it in my pack if if my pack's not too heavy. I might stick an iPod in there, but yeah. To be honest, I, I'm I've since I've stopped using it. I'm a lot more focused on the run itself. I find I'm in control of my run. I'm not running into the beat of music, or that's if what, there's a lot of talking, I've not yeah. slowed down to listen to that. That's what I had um, on Sunday. But the, the, just flat out, forget the music and none of the others around. And me. you you find yourself thinking about the same things anyway, whether you've got music in your ears or not. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you right now? This is. Uh, I don't know whether I'm being out of order. There was two races. There was a 10K and a 3.3K kiddies marathon. But there were adults running the 3.3K, which is fine. Some of them were walking by the end. They didn't have kids. I just... Am I being elitist snob or is them not running two miles? I don't know, mate. Everyone's on their own journey, right? Yeah, fine. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, I agree with you. Like, if, if you signed up to run a 3K, it's... You can walk it in half hour. Yeah. It's uh, so just let us really know. Have you done anything like that, listeners? Let us know. I your, understand. I don't I understand just, where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm not trying to be out of order because it was just I just it raised questions because when I see kids do it, I loved it. You know, it was, it was lovely to see those kids. Um, Ultra DHC. Yeah. The, oh, actually, talking of gadgets. There are tracking oh, yeah. options for the day. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how they work. I've been trying to sort it out. The, the London to Brighton website is a bit basic let's put it that way and they keep taking things off that we need and replacing it with stuff we don't need but there are two things you can go on to try and track on the day if you want to Uh, the first thing is something an app called mapmytracks.com yeah if you go into that and sign up and register and add us as a friend, I'm Cy underscore Durham, D-U-R-H-A-M. I haven't got it yet. I'll get it. But we'll tweet we'll t- tweet the links to it and who we are. What we do is you can track it the whole way, which we're not going to do because that will can your battery on your phone yeah. after about 
two miles but we'll log on every now and then and what we do is we'll just give it one little bleep to show where, where we, are. we are when we are and we'll keep doing that way i'm not sure how you see it or how it works like i say i haven't been able to experiment yeah. with it because i've only just looked it up and they also say if you go onto the actual london Brighton website yeah. they're going to be yeah. listing where all the runners are they and their it? website is www.london number two brighton challenge.com london to brighton challenge.com um i think don't they do it at 25 50 75 yeah i think there's a, like we've got kind of like a, a scan in thing yeah that's right that's certain right. checkpoints you have to scan in to let them know yeah. we're there and then they'll post out i think it can be linked to facebook it seems a lot more complicated than i'm used to yeah um but there is a way of doing it and we will try and keep you updated we will try and tweet as we're going at, yeah, yeah, yeah. pit stops and we'll try and hand over our twitter account to people so they can update yeah, yeah. on where probably we your are. sister she's really nice yeah but you would get 1500 new followers just, just from your sister's yeah. tweets um ultra dhc is carb loading pointless or a must do well ben goddard who's doing the run with us right yeah he's taking part in it there's, there's a couple of guys that we know off twitter that that are doing it and ben it, goddard is yeah. one of them he said he's just been to a talk where the guy said ultra runners should fat load rather than carb load now carb loading you can crash when you're carb loading yeah, when you're fat you're going to be constantly burning it yeah it's I, it's one thing we don't know i don't know and to be honest my diet healthy diet has gone out the window the last three months it has been appalling because yeah, we've stopped losing weight yeah i'm actually putting weight back on yeah yeah um I, before this i was going to the gym i was quite i was in good shape um you were big as in you were strong big and strong now you're slender yeah but you're far more slender. i'm seeing my mates saying you just look skinny now which is which isn't a bad thing i used to be mm. fat so i don't and know I'm, I'm just going to keep eating what i have been eating it seems to work in training yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. not going to experiment with anything now if i'm hungry i'll eat yeah, yeah. i'm going to eat a little bit more this week i'll probably have a bit more started drinking coca-cola haven't we the last couple of weeks yeah just to get the sugar in just a, after a run especially after tough mother when you've got bits and pieces in yeah. your gut i wish i'd have had a glug of coke after yeah, that yeah. just to kill everything off but um that's that one and uh ultra dhc asks again what are the plans for race morning we're in, we're in a hotel we're not we're in a b&b we're above a pub <laughs> this i did not know i'm a very light sleeper so now i'm worried but we're above a <laughs> what did you expect for 30 quid each yeah, but right. this this pub is actually um closer to the start line than the campsite is yeah um we're above a pub and we'll walk down there basically well um, what's happening who's collecting our stuff is like what are we doing about stuff like, i want to charge my phone before so i have my charge yeah you put it in the bag. 750 bag so you, you uh london's brighton will uh transport a running bag to yeah. the midway point for you and then from the midway point to the finish line for yeah. you if you want a bag with all your stuff in from the start line to the finish line seven pounds fifty and they'll transport yeah. it down there for you that's what we do that plans for the race morning i i'll have a light snack a very light snack um and i will just be in the toilet a lot i imagine yeah because i like to be like cleared out i'll be feet. drinking a lot of water before we go as well yeah um yeah i'm just gonna try and chill out as much as i can i want to get there as early as we can hopefully them start us off a bit early yeah. um right. they say we can register the day before so we're not to be there until yeah. half an hour before start time so about half five we'll probably go for a one maybe a bit earlier we'll aim be to be there for about half five and just see what we can do we'll see um but that's the plan for race morning just get up and get ready and go get up get up get up uh two more questions two minutes right 
Have you got friends and or family it's meeting Vicky you? Renewed. At, yeah, sorry, at Vicky Renewed again. Um, have you got friends and family meeting you at checkpoints? Will, be, will you be getting them to bring your fees? My parents are pulled out. I don't know why, but that's annoying. Emma will be there, my wife. I'm, I, I'm saying she should probably meet up with your family because your family have been really supportive. Yeah, um, I don't know because it's hard to track us because we actually don't know where we'll be and when. We no. could have up to an hour between where we thought we would be and where we will be. And it'll be a very boring day for them. Um, a few people are like, our boss lives over over Richmond Way, so he said he might come to the start line. Another one of our managers lives, we run virtually past his house. Um, a lot of people have said they'll see us at the finish line. Um, I'm not sure who I really want to see at the finish line, if I'm honest. I don't want to see I just want to get it done, see my girlfriend, see my family, yeah. and go and chill out. I don't want to be thanking people, but if people are willing to come down there and support us, that's that's brilliant, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm not going to turn anyone away. No, definitely um, not. But there, there's lots of people that say they're going to be at certain points yeah. on, the ch- on the course. Don't be offended if we don't want to hang around too long. Yeah, of course. Uh, but also, don't tell us to go away if we're trying to kill a bit of time and have a rest and yeah. a long chat. I really don't know. Um, there, there are people that are going to be around and yep. hopefully, yeah, they will bring us some snacks and some yeah. food. Oh, well, they're definitely bringing that whole cross bun. Yeah, pizza. Pizza. Final question, Fair, Kevin Final Curtin. question, Kevin Curtin. This isn't related to the R100K as such, but based on your experiences so far, what is the one piece of advice you'd give to someone planning their first ultra marathon? Uh, miles get your miles done in training that's all you got to do miles in training miles and miles and miles and miles get it done and back to back long runs and I'll just say don't underestimate it just take it seriously find a training plan work at it just get Twitter it's that's a good one as well yeah get Twitter, Twitter have been absolutely brilliant yeah. and th- there's there's a list of people that we could thank and we will thank oh definitely about yeah. it all and just the advice and tips We we I think I would have jacked this in a long time ago had it not been for, for people, that, yeah, that community yeah. and get yeah get I wouldn't have been able to do it without you and I don't think you would have been able to do it without me so get some support from somewhere because it'll be, it'll be fun for a while and then it will get boring when it gets dark it gets cold and it gets rainy it will get boring it will it just does and it hurts yeah so just respect it just just yeah, yeah. give it everything that's we don't know if that's right or wrong but we'll tell you in a week yeah we will when we're ultra marathoners um, any, any more? no no thanks for listening uh, this is it this is the last one before before we do it so we'll speak to you on the other side ta-ra